Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, ladmen, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, JM. And I'm your co-host, Robbie. And today, our special guest is Rasmus. Hello. Hi, Rasmus. Hi. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Oh, doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are very excited. We don't sound like we are, but we are very excited that we have. I never Rasmus sound excited, but I'm also very excited. <laughs> Rasmus, how the devil are you doing? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm doing really well, uh, considering we still spend all the time inside. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, should we ask Rasmus to introduce yourself? <laughs> Well, in the, I mean, I can try. Uh, <laughs> my name is Rasmus Whedon, and in the Devolver universe, I think I'm mostly known as the guy wearing the Back to the Future hat, even yes. though I haven't worn it in like seven years. <laughs> I still picture you That's just wearing the, the Back to the Future hat. I don't even think I own else. it anymore. Really? Yeah. That thing was hot. It was made of plastic. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you actively get rid of it, though? Or did I you think so. I think I, I think I threw it in the trash. No! <laughs> I mean, I, re I recycled motion. it, but yeah. Wow. Well, not only are you famous for your hat, Rasmus, you're famous for building a wagon. Yes. You built a wagon at E3. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And generally Sorry. just being around... At shows and events, helping out. Yeah, I think uh, "happy pill" or something like that was was the word someone used to describe uh, the experience of having Rasmus around. Rasmus <laughs> Who said that? Some... That's wrong. <laughs> I can't remember. It was a long time ago. Pill <laughs> sounds weird, but basically, it's that when Rasmus is around, like everyone's morale goes up. It's true. My, general my morale happiness. is through the roof right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're all excited when rasmus is around oh, absolutely thank you i'm excited uh, yeah I'm, my morale goes up when i'm around you guys so i guess <laughs> oh, perfect oh. everybody wins everybody's walking around with full morale yeah so it's been it's been a while <laughs> it's been a while since we've all been able to chat together and it still sucks yeah. that we can't all actually be in the same place and hang out yes um, but you have not been a part of the Devolver kind of set up, uh, for a while now. So where the hell have you been, Rasmus? What's been going on? Uh, uh I guess it was 2018 was the last time we hung out. Wow. Awfully yeah. long time ago. Oh my uh, God. I moved to Japan then. So going to shows was a little bit hard. I guess. Yes, you moved to Japan. How was that? Oh, it was so good. I mean, it's I Japan. Hear all about Japan. Yeah. Let's start uh, well, with how did you end up moving to Japan? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got really tired of my job and decided I wanted to try something else. And I always wanted to move to Japan since like middle school. Uh, so I signed up for a uh, language school, uh, canceled my apartment, and moved basically wow nice. what uh, did you for a little bit over two years i was there 
you were you were studying Japanese for those two years? Yes. Excellent. And uh, did you have like a job while you were over there or anything like that? Work or just study? Uh, mostly study because it was like twenty hours a week, so didn't leave oh, yeah. a lot of time for other things. But I did work part time for a localization company, which I still do. Uh, called oh. Kakehashi, which is called Kakehashi Games, which is a partner of Devolver Digital. So indeed, I, I am still in the universe. Yes, you're still you're still part of the <laughs> cinematic I, universe. I am off world, so to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you been doing at Kakehashi? Uh, mostly being what I guess we call office assistant, doing okay. like more basic tasks like checking builds when they come in for like checking that the latest translations are in the builds. We can send them to localizers for proper checks and taking screenshots, recording video, stuff like that. Nice. Do you just do that with Devolver or do you do that for other publishers as well? Oh, I do that for all the the clients we have, which is wow. just Devolver. No, but he only does it well for us. <laughs> <laughs> he only takes it seriously with Devolver games. <laughs> um, so, what was it like living in Japan for two years? Obviously, this was before the pandemic happened. So, yeah, the pandemic have... hit basically when when me and our classmates when our japanese level started to hit that you can make it on your own a little bit yeah. uh, so when, mm. when we started making plans like oh let's go travel let's go here then it's like okay everybody's staying home oh, oh, no. so that felt a little bit like a waste but i mean i lived in pretty much center of tokyo in a very small oh, wow. apartment uh being able to being able to go to arcades video game stores all that was great so tell us about your favorite spots while you were there i want to know what the best arcades were like oh man i mean these days i guess most of the arcades are pretty much the same i guess there's a lot of like music games and stuff like that but we went to a uh, really old place, which I, I don't think that's around anymore. Uh, can't remember the name, but it was basically themed like, almost like if Silent Hill invaded Hong Kong, because it was like <laughs> a lot of like weird metallic structures, but still like that Hong Kong feeling. And they had a lot like a bunch of old, like really old arcade games, like Street Fighter and pixel era arcade machines. Sweet. And that was, was really nice. cool. It was called Anatano Warehouse, right? which means your warehouse. Oh, and huh. you say it's gone now? Yeah, I think they closed in 2019 or 2020. That's but sick. I'm not sure. I just someone told me that. Mm. Do you spend? Did you spend a lot of time in arcades? Do people still spend a lot of time in arcades in Japan? Because I get the impression uh, that they do, but I don't know if that's just... Yeah, that, it felt like there was like people going there after school, after work. Obviously, on the weekends, the crane machines were really popular. Uh, I didn't spend a lot of time in arcades because most of my friends didn't like them as much as I did. 
but every now and then he would like pop in to play some arcade games like mario kart was really popular oh man did you ever see that re- that like real life mario kart yes they are very annoying <laughs> oh my god <laughs> They're very what? <laughs> Annoying, because they, they <laughs> seem to like clog up traffic a little bit. Uh, oh, I think they they got hit with some kind of lawsuits because after a while, I didn't see any like Mario costumes anymore. I did see the go karts every now and then, but maybe yeah. I was just in the right place at the right time. I think they, I think they've uh, had a kind of a cease and desist thrown at them a few times, but they keep popping back up again. Yeah can't be stopped can't stop the mario kart so last time i saw you i think was god when when was it in an event or did i see you in sweden no that was before i think i think last time was e3 2018 wasn't that the year we went to disneyland together Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was. We went with Anita, who's been on the show before, and uh, Dennis, your brother. Yes, yes, uh, my big brother is uh, Dennis of Denaton Games. Yeah, we don't, we, don't need to, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> no, Nobody's interested in that. <laughs> Oh man, that was a hell of a day. It was the best day. Still the only, still the only time I've ever been to Disneyland. Same. I've been to the European one, but I was eight, so I don't remember anything. It oh, doesn't count to that one. Is yeah. that is that the year that you guys went to Hogwarts, or did you go to Hogwarts the year before? The year before and the year before that. Yeah, <laughs> the year before that. Rasmus okay. and I went to uh, what was it called? Universal. Yeah. Was it Universal? Yeah. yeah. Universal we Studios. Oh, God, that was fucking sick. Yeah. The first time was... we went was crazy. We queued up for the Hogwarts ride as soon as... Did we queue up for that as soon as we got there? I think we basically ran to that place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we queued up and it was like... The queue was like an hour and a half or something. Which was actually pretty good considering... I mean, you walked through the Forbidden Forest, and you walked into the castle. Oh man, it was so good. But then we went back at the end of the day, and like, we just walked straight in. Yeah, God, it was so good. Oh man, I miss theme parks so much. Yeah. I like going to theme parks with you, because you are like the opposite to me with roller coasters. I love (laughs) roller coasters. And Robbie hates roller coasters. Oh God. (laughs) But I will go on them. I will go on them. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah Rasmus and Dennis are responsible for me having the worst experience of my life on a roller coaster oh. Oh. in Sweden there was a lot of screaming for like 20 seconds and then I could just hear Robbie going <sighs> the rest of the ride <laughs> yeah, was, was a- it like an old roller coaster no it's a new one but it's like it has loops and corkscrews and like acceleration stretches and right and you're forgetting this right and it was dark it was on the top of the fucking mountain and (laughs) um it was during halloween in sweden it was on halloween and it just had like 
it just had like a little like lap bar <laughs> like that just goes like whoop, just over your legs and nothing else holding you in which i didn't realize until didn't realize until i just until i literally got into it and then i was like oh fuck i'm gonna die <laughs> jesus that was the worst and that oh, was fun mm. did you go to any theme park is it a metal oh i was just asking if it was a metal roller coaster oh yeah was it metal or... good yeah well they, there's there's metal and there's wood oh yeah and wood like will fucking rattle your bones out of your body oh my god i and think that yeah, shit's it, not fun there is a wooden one at the theme park we went to but i think robbie was so shaken up after that that we skipped that one <laughs> I think I think that one was close. Very generous. I think that uh, one yeah, was close. But I was shaken up. I had to sit on the floor and eat ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked. Um, I was going to say, did you go to any theme parks in Japan? Uh, no, I was planning on oh. going to to Disney, and then the pandemic hit. Oh fuck! Because it uh, fucking uh, sucks, man. Uh, Disneyland in Tokyo has two parks, and one is called Disney Sea. And I hear you can drink beer everywhere there, so I really want. Is that one? Is that like all like sea themed? That one? I don't think so. I think there's a few water rides, oh, but okay. I'm not sure. I didn't. I wanted to look up too much beforehand because it makes it more fun to get there. Yeah, and they have Nintendo World there now as well, that... right? That's universal in Japan. Oh, okay. Ah. Oh, but that that place that looks awesome. Like, yeah, it opened like right before the pandemic, or right it was it was, it was planned to open before, but then it opened yeah. like after slash in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Some Goombas fell there recently. Uh, off the top of one of the rides, a stack of three Goombas fell. It didn't land on anybody. They didn't land on anybody, but apparently a giant Goomba Whoa. statue fell. <laughs> I was yeah. waiting to see whether or not there was going to be a punchline there, because <laughs> I didn't know if you were joking or not. <laughs> there's no punchline. I should probably have come up with one, but there's not. It's just this, like, stack of three Goombas on top of each other that are, like, standing, like, way up high on, like, a cliff. Like, as you go into a ride, apparently they just, like, got caught in the wind and fell over. And, like, between the three of them, they're, like, 12 feet tall total. Like, Whoa. the whole stack. Apparently it's crazy heavy because it was a whole bunch of people having to move it and get it out of there. But it didn't hit or hurt anybody. But, uh, yeah, man, that place looks that place looks amazing. I mean, you can buy a little Bluetooth bracelet and you can hit the coin blocks and collect coins. What? I want to go there. That's great. Really badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we need to plan that for the, when we're allowed to travel again we need to plan yeah. that for sure so are you planning do you plan on going back to japan yes that that is the goal uh though it is quite nice to be close to family now for a little bit how's home been i mean i'm home is nice but you get tired of it after a while since I spend so much time in here. Sure. But uh, yeah, like meeting my family after like one and a half year was really nice. Because I was Aww. planning on going home in 2020 for like a few weeks. But yeah, can't really do that. Oh man. How's everyone getting on? Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, Dennis 
bought a van and converted it into a camper. So we've been oh, doing wow. some camping nice. this summer. Nice. Where have you been going camping? Uh, we basically went to a field out in the forest. Uh, Lovely. Like a na- nature camping, I think it's called. Uh, a lot of insects, but really nice place. Oh, that's cool. And have you been playing anything? <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, one of the best ones. Literally, <laughs> uh, I've actually been playing the Avengers game uh, quite a lot. Ah, yes. I have not okay. played it. Uh, Is it any good? Might know, I'm, uh, I mean, it's okay. It's fun to punch button or like press button and punch robots in the face. Uh, nice. I wouldn't say it's like the best game ever, but it's not as doom as gloom as some people make it out to be. Mm. Do you play it uh, with friends? Uh, no, I can't get my friends to play it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm mostly playing solo, but every now and then I team up with some randoms, uh, which is quite fun. It's always cool to like see a bunch of superheroes do cool stuff together. Yeah, that's true. I don't really know much about it, to be honest. I just kind of just didn't pay any attention to it. Just didn't really interest me, if I'm honest. But mm. I think that's just because I was exhausted by Marvel. Once <laughs> once Endgame and all of that happened, I was kind of like, okay, like, done. That's the end. And then they just keep doing stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't keep up with it. Can't stop the it money just... train. I know. Did you see the new trailer yeah. for the new Spider-Man? I did. And uh, I am cautiously optimistic. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I've never been a fan of, like, the Spider-Verse. Mm. Uh, I prefer my Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Mans as one Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. So mm. all the rumors about them bringing back the old movies that are not very good is <laughs> somewhat worrying, but... Uh, I don't think Marvel has failed yet, so... Mm. But maybe mm. this is their way of doing Miles Morales. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I happy like the trailer. Sp- uh, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange in the same movie. You have my money. <laughs> Here with Rasmus, the real Rasmus. We have a question from at NoisyBoy850. How did you get the idea for Enter the Gungeon? It's uh, based on my childhood. Truth. Well, I'm a lot of questions. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> so, Giant Bomb was big for you. Yes. Right? You loved Giant Bomb a lot. I do I, I do love Giant Bomb a lot. Still. Do you love... Do, 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 are they... Go on, go on. Uh, I mean, I've been listening to Giant Bomb since, like, 09, I think, which sounds like a long time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I used to like sneak away from shows to go to their panels and stuff like that. Uh, it was great. Yeah, we'd have like big events going on, like big, like, hey, we're all gonna go meet celebrities and hug like wild animals. And Rasmus is like, I'm off to go see Giant Bomb. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it one year when you went to see like Soundgarden or something like that? And I was like, Nah, I can't come. <laughs> Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> That's how much I care. You- <laughs> you went to see Giant Bomb. <laughs> what was it about Everyone, Giant Bomb that you loved so much? It's just that, like, the friendly atmosphere they have. It's like just a bunch of friends sitting around talking about games and not doing the whole hype machines that many other websites do. 
mm. uh, which attracted me. Uh, just like the quick looks of them playing video games and just basically talking about other stuff while they do it. Uh, it's very relaxing to me. Nice. Uh, so yeah, the latest news about a bunch of people leaving and starting up the new thing was a little bit of a shock, but I think both sides came out good out of it. So I think the future is looking bright still. What, what city, are you following their new thing? Yeah, what's the new thing? Are you following that as well? Yeah, uh, it's called Nextlander. I don't watch as much of their video content, but I do listen to their podcast, which is yeah. which feels like the the Giant Beast cast it was called. So, uh, yeah, highly recommended if you just want a relaxing video game podcast to listen to. Ah. Who, who, nice. Who... A lot of our listeners have been asking for a nice, relaxing video game <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so this a is A lot their of people chance. have just been asking for <laughs> any podcast to listen to that isn't this one. <laughs> we get a lot of write-ins like, hey, do you have any recommendations for good podcasts? Um and we haven't until now, so this is yeah, this is oh, our chance. Happy to contribute. So, what, who who were the guys who left Giant Bomb to do this new thing? Were uh, they like was... integral members? Yeah, I mean, it was Vinny Caravella and Brad Shoemaker, which has been there from the beginning, and then Alex uh, Navarro, which was also at Games Game Stop, Game Spot. I will get that mixed up. Uh, Game Spot before, uh, so it's like way very old school members. Right. Oh, right. Did Giant Bomb come from GameSpot? Yes. Yeah. I think I did know that. But totally GameSpot came originally from the Cool Spot game from. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite game. I'm building a wagon because we need to wagon stuff. Uh, Rasmus, since, you know, your, your Devolver, you know, tie-in is, you know, events and shows, do you have any memories from shows that jump out to you as great moments that you'd like to share with the world? Uh, it's a tough one. There's a lot. Uh, but you, uh, you and me walking around with the, the Bullikin costume <gasps> at PAX... <laughs> Was really oh. fun. Oh, that's right. I think Who that's was inside. The, like, I was inside for most of it. <laughs> it was great for me. I was outside. Yeah, yeah. You weren't like sweating through every layer of clothing you were wearing. But you took so many pictures and you made so many people happy that day. Yeah, that's what matters. Yeah, that's right. We walked around the whole. That was. That was east, wasn't it? I think it was east because it was an easy show floor to walk around. Yeah, yeah. We walked around and, yeah, just let people take pictures with Rasmus in that Bulletkin costume. Hmm. Aww. Man, we missed oh. out on such a great opportunity to put you in a Fall Guy. <laughs> oh, I would have done that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Karaoke bus at E3 was always fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, we had a lot mm -hmm. of good times at E3, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, E3 was fun. <sighs> Man. Hot parking lots, big hats. A lot of big hats. 
Yeah, well, you need to wear a, wear a big hat, otherwise you melt. Yeah. Yeah. The mansion. Uh, mansion is cool in concept, I would say. <laughs> it's like a summer camp. Hey, fuck you, Rasmus. Yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's a summer camp where you basically you don't even work here. Your door and, a, and random people walk into your room. Yeah, sure, it's fun. Yeah, it's great. But like, we all got to be in a room together. It yeah. was like a fucking summer camp room. It was yeah. like, oh shit, we what did. up, buds? Making got fun to of Danny. To, got to, yeah, making fun of Danny <laughs> and listening to Dennis <laughs> snore. Mm-hmm. Those were the days. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and, uh... what's your experience been like? Um, I'm just trying to think of things that people might be interested to know growing up as someone who uh, loves video games, moved to Japan for video games, and is now working in the video games industry, but also has a sibling who made a video game and it became very, very popular. Like, when you were kids, was that something, was that the kind of thing you always, like, wanted to do? Did you want, did you guys want to somehow be involved in video games or move to Japan? <laughs> I don't know if that's the sort of thing you I think mean, about m- when m- you're, like, six years m- old. Moving to Japan, I think I wanted to do since, like, Pokemon come out here, I think. Uh, which is a long time ago as well. So that was always a goal. Being yeah. in the video game industry, though, I don't think I thought about that a lot. Video games were just a thing that came out. I mean, yeah. I read club mm. like the Swedish Nintendo magazine and stuff like that, so I knew there were people making the games, and they weren't just a magical <laughs> yeah. thing that popped up on the shelf. <laughs> uh, but I, I can't say I never like thought about it like that. Going to shows was like always something I wanted to do, like reading about E3, staying up in the middle of the night to watch the, the like press conference and stuff like that. Uh, so that was really cool to be able to to go to that. Yeah, I bet. What was, it, what was the first E3 that you went to? 2013, I think. Uh, like the reveal for Hotline 2. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. That was my first one. Yes. That, that was a good time insane. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That must have been crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Dennis called me and was like, what are you doing this weekend? And I thought he was, like, asking if I wanted to come visit him in Gothenburg. And was like, I mean, I'm going to stay home, watch E3 press conference. And it's like, no, you're not. You're coming to E3 with me. And I was like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. So that was fun. Yeah, that must have been crazy. Who was there that year then? So it would have been you and Dennis... I guess Nigel and Graham. And Shadow Warrior 2. Shadow yeah. Warrior. Yeah. Or no, Shadow Warrior 1. Yeah. Yeah, Shadow Warrior 1. There was the only yeah. two games on the parking lot. Yeah, that was it. Holy two shit. Two trailers. Yeah, we could go. We could fit everybody into like a large table at a restaurant. Like we went to like a, like a, uh, 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 like a New Orleans style oh, right. place yeah. the first night. And like we all sat at one big, like one normal big size table. Yeah, God, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it was Mike, Harry, Graham, Nigel, Rick was probably there. Yeah, uh, maybe? yeah, Mike maybe was not. No, yeah. yeah, Andrew was there as well. Yeah, nice. No, I, I didn't. Andrew wasn't was it? there because I, I didn't meet Andrew until later, until okay, Max West, I recall. 
There's yeah. too many people yeah, to keep track of, but... <laughs> oh, man, there's so many Dude, people at yeah, Devolver you have now. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't fit all of Devolver at a big table anymore. Wow. No. I mean, I've heard from my boss that you guys have expanded, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the last time mm, I met you guys, Ro- Robbie didn't work at Devolver, so... No. He still doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I've got a contract, but I don't do any work. He's <laughs> got a contract and paycheck, yeah. No <laughs> That's how we like it. So what He's has been right. your... Uh, oh, sorry. What were you saying? I was just saying you, you, were, doing it, you were doing it right then. No work on yeah. paycheck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I trust you're doing exactly the same thing at your job. Um, oh, no, no. But <laughs> I was going to say, what what has been sort of your favorite part about moving into the video games industry and, and working as part of it, even if it's just kind of, you know, on a part-time basis while you've been studying? Oh, I mean, uh, it sounds cheesy, but I guess the most part is like meeting a bunch of cool people with the same interests. Uh, yeah. Because I, I had friends like playing video games, but going to like shows and being in a big group where everyone has the same interest is uh it's really special yeah i always find that as well like i i mean i have plenty of friends who like playing video games and stuff but then it's like then they have their lives and their jobs and things like that and yeah when we when we all get together and get to hang out and things like this it's like Video games is all we do. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, this is sweet. <laughs> like, yeah. We can just talk about video games all day. And it's work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you go to PAX and it's like, oh, I need to play this game and play this game. And then you never do because you just hang out with people instead. Yeah. What's the word of the day? It's too much sum. That's three words. Sum. Sum. Is there anything you're excited for at the moment? I mean, there's a new Metroid game out. Mm. Is it coming out? out. Oh, it's uh, out. oh, so yeah, uh, October. Uh, oh nice. shit, that's pretty soon. That is pretty soon. I think the last new one was Fusion or Zero Mission on the GBA, so it's been a while. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I'm really excited sense. about that. Yeah. How about you guys? Since I haven't talked to you, what are you looking forward to? Um, would you mm. like to go first, Jam? Damn it. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, uh, well, I'm into this hot new game called Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Every PlayStation t- 5 version is coming out in November. Yeah. Oh. Every time I'm on PSN, so you are always online playing GTA V. <laughs> you are welcome to join me. I don't have the game, the latest but expansion. I will play it on the it's PS5. Great. It's like, yeah, it's like 15 bucks. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's another thing that like, I'm like, yeah, Rockstar's better than Bethesda because GTA 5 is still available, but nowadays it's 15 bucks. Skyrim is still 60 goddamn dollars. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, what else? You know, I've been playing this really cool game. It's, 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 it's currently out. So PlayStation had a sale and I went to their sale page and it's like, you know, like, it's all like, Call of Duty, buy Call of Duty. Hey, shitface, buy Call of Duty. And I was like, all right, I'm going to scroll down. So I scrolled all the way down to the bottom of the list, like the games that they're like just not doing any, they're not pushing at all. And I found this little indie game called Wildfire. 
and it's uh, it's it's single player or co op. I think it's only local co op, but uh, it's like a platformer, but it's got like really detailed like little systems and stuff like that like you you start off as a normal person but like you gain the ability to like if there's a fire you can like call it to your hand and then you can like throw it and burn stuff and it's really like simple looking but like mechanically like surprisingly complex and you can like do clever things and stuff like that and i'm i'm really enjoying that right now i actually picked it up on playstation then i bought it for switch because everything's better on switch so i bought it twice um wow yeah, like I was surprised by it. I was like, this looks really good. And then I started playing it. I'm like, oh, this is really cute. And the writing is really like cute. And it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. I'm like, like the levels are, the level design is great. They're challenging in different ways. The, the powers as you get them and power up are, are surprisingly good. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's but cool. mostly just trying to buy a PS5 right now because. Because I thought I thought that they would be more readily available by now, but here we are. Yeah. Do you have well, a PS5, Robbie? No, I just <laughs> recently acquired the Xbox Series S, and uh, I fucking love it. I'm like an Xbox guy now. Wow. I know. After so many years of PlayStation. I mean, I only really went to Xbox for the 360, um, and then I was like straight back to PlayStation again. But the Series S is, oh, I love it. It's so good. It's got me right back into Xbox. So I've been, I've got Game Pass. So um, I've been playing a lot of stuff that I just, you know, either had forgotten about or had never gotten around to buying, or n- never, you know thought about buying it but was curious um because it's i mean it's not all free because i'm paying for game pass but i mean it's all just right there and i can just download it whenever i want so um i've been playing a game called art of rally Um, oh that that looks fun it's really really good um so i i really enjoy racing games but um I'm not like amazing at racing games, but I really enjoy playing them. But I like particularly I really like rally games because it's like it's competitive. You you're still kind of like against the clock or whatever and you have to and you know, you can't make mistakes and stuff like that, but it's just you're basically just racing against yourself. Um <laughs> it's just you on the track and I really enjoy that for some reason. It's kind of you get into a kind of like a zen kind of phase. And um, I loved a game by Codemasters back in on the original PlayStation back in the nineties called Colin McRae uh, Rally, and uh, that was the first rally game I ever played, and I absolutely loved it. I played it to death. Um, and this Art of Rally has just put me in exactly the same headspace. It's like really, I can just sit and play for hours, and it's really, I don't know. It's like you're really engaged and you have to really pay attention to what you're doing. But yeah, you get into this kind of zone where everything just start, you know, you just, I don't know how to describe it, but it's kind of, it's kind (laughs) of meditative in a way. And the game is really cool because it's, uh, it's got a campaign that begins in the sixties and ends in the nineties. And is basically, it it basically takes you through the history of rally so each of the 
uh, rallies is set in a different year uh, sequentially and all the different things that come along with that uh, be it you know the advances in the cars or the way the tracks are laid out uh, and then even just like um, the locations and how they're more built up and urbanized or there's more people there to watch it because the sport's more popular so you have to watch out for people when you're driving around it's like it's really cool and it gives you like little kind of like historic it has like little paragraphs um that tell you about the cars and the and the tracks and things like this and it tells a little story and it's all just really well done it's just a really nice little package so i've been playing tons of that game and i really recommend it to anybody that uh likes racing games so that's my that's robbie's top tip for this week um <laughs> I, but i'm looking that up Sorry. yeah it's really good no 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 it's really really good i think it's on pretty much everything now uh yeah it's not on switch yet yeah, yeah. I, I thought about picking it up on the switch but i don't know if you like need analog triggers to play that game well uh, um i wouldn't say so i i don't think it's like a it's not it's not um it's not like Gran Turismo, you know, where it's like everything's super um clinical when you're mm. driving around and stuff like that. It's a little bit more forgiving. Um but it's really fun. I really recommend cool. it. But the games I'm looking forward to, um actually uh Psychonauts two, which is coming out today. Uh, as we oh. record this, it'll already be out. Ooh. Um yeah, Psychonauts 2. Uh, I'm just playing through the original Psychonauts at the moment. Um, that game is which I, fun. Oh, I'd never played it before. Oh, really? And, um, yeah. Uh, I still haven't. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I had never played it, but I was, you know, pe- people had talked about it a lot, and it's always been one of those games that people always go like, oh, Psychonauts is amazing. And um I just never had never had a chance to play it, and then again, it's on Game Pass, so I started playing it, and man, it's great! Like, I'm really surprised how good it is. Like, not because I thought it was going to be shit, but like because it's 16 years old, <laughs> and it's oh, like really, and it's like great. Yeah, I'm like playing it. I'm like, whoa, this is fantastic. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for Psychonauts too. Uh, Have you gotten to the Milkman level yet? No, not yet. <laughs> is that is that the best one? Yeah, from my sixteen year old memory, yeah. That level <laughs> <is> amazing. <laughs> oh man, how excited to play it now. Um but yeah. Other than all of the cool and amazing Devolver games that I'm oh, excited of course. about, obviously. Have you had a chance to uh Wish list any of our amazing upcoming games, Rasmus. Uh, I let's say I am waiting for Switch versions. For some <laughs> uh, oh man! Hey, Robbie, is uh, is Deep Rock Galactic still on Game Pass? Oh yeah, I think it is. Nice. You should try Deep Rock Galactic. I should. Yeah, that you recommended that to me a long time ago. Now I Did. never heard oh. of that. Oh, you haven't? It's uh, it's a game where you play as space dwarves and you're mining uh, this planet full of like alien bugs, and so your main objective is mining. 
but then every once in a while, like, bugs will, like, swarm you and you got to fight them off. It's like four-player co-op. Uh, it's like, well, it's one to four players, uh, and it's super fun. It's so well done. It's so well made. It's incredible. It's a great game. Cool. Yeah. I actually thought about another game that I'm really looking forward to, which I can't believe I forgot, but uh, Lost Judgment, which is the sequel to Judgment from oh, the Yakuza yeah, developers. Yeah. Uh, it's a easy way to get back to Japan without going back to Japan, I guess. Oh, man. <laughs> Just playing those yeah. games. I, I played the original Judgment while I was living in Japan, and that is set in a fictional part of Tokyo, but it looks like a real part. So playing that game and then going to that spot was really weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think one of my friends actually, uh, one of my friends, oh, it wasn't Yakuza. One of my friends uh, went to a street that he used to walk down in Shenmue and like went to the actual (laughs) place and just walked down it and was like, this is really weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I'm really looking forward to Last Judgment, which is out next month, I think. Man, have you played all the Yakuza games? Uh, I haven't played the ones that haven't gotten like a proper remake uh, yet, but I I do have them on my to-do list, which uh, three, four, and five. Uh, but I played the other ones, and I, I, they do such a great way of like mixing very serious stuff and super silly content without it feeling yeah, like yeah. weird. It just all fits together somehow. Man, video games are good, aren't they? They are. <laughs> There's too many of them. That fanny pack makes you look like a dork. You've disgraced my fanny pack for the last time. Prepare to die. E3 complete. How are you feeling, Rasmus? Do you play the F1 games? No. I am. Uh, I, I prefer arcadey uh, racing games, but I do watch a lot of F1 these days. Yeah. So, uh, how did you get into F1? Uh, this is actually funny because we're circling back to Giant Bomb, because oh. they they did a, an F1 podcast for a while, because uh, two of them huh? were really into F1, and it was like, hey, let's no do way. a podcast about it. Uh, so that's how I got into it. Uh, it's actually still around, not a part of a giant bomb anymore, and it's called the Shift F1, which uh, highly recommended if people want to get into F1, which I guess is not a very broad audience, maybe. But <laughs> like, like F1 games or like actual no, F1? Races? Actual F1. Okay, all right. I mean, F1 is almost like games these days. They have like boost buttons and stuff like that. So. We're not too really? far off from getting to F zero and wipeout and stuff like that. Give it a few years. Yeah, I always used to think that uh, like F one was the closest thing to wipeout. I always get mad when I'm on my bicycle and the uh, the little chevrons on the road don't give me a speed boost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they point forward. They're on the road. I should get a speed boost from that. I'm but. yeah. I'm still really obsessed with uh, racing lines 
because of F1. Yes. So yeah. Because because on the F1 tracks, like there's so much rubber left on the tracks because of so many races. You can see <laughs> the racing line that everyone takes to get the maximum <laughs> speed around the course. And I've always been obsessed with it ever since, like to the point where if uh, if I'm playing a racing game and it doesn't have it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because <laughs> <laughs> it used to be in the F1 games as well. You could turn it on and off. And I was like, why would anyone want nice. to switch this off? That's like the optimum route. They just think it's messy. Yeah. They're just like, Ew, cool. I know, it's gross. But I love it. I still think about it now when I ride my bike. I ride my oh, bike yeah. around London <laughs> and I'm like, racing lines <laughs> in, in my brain. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, so we have, uh, you know, we have a few other people that work at Devolver that you may know. And I was just thinking of more like, you know, event moments, like when we had a, a duel to the death over a fan. Oh yeah. (laughs) That was a great one. Um, but, uh, is there any, you know, we've got other folks, you know, that may, uh, may be looking for a shout out from Rasmus. So if you want to shout out anybody from Devolver, um, I think they would want to hear it. Oh, you're putting me on the spot. (laughs) I know I am. That's exactly what I'm doing. Does Graham listen to this podcast? Yep. Does who? Graham? Yeah. Oh, uh, Graham. I miss you, Grandpa. (laughs) let's see uh we have uh an intern named kate ludlow who i think you met oh yeah she's still around she's still around yep still around (laughs) still an intern (laughs) are you still guess you could just give a general hello (laughs) yeah come on rasmus say hello to devolver uh everyone at devolver i really wish uh, we could hang out right now, uh, oh, man. but eventually this is all gonna end, hopefully, and then we're just gonna have a big party at one of the gaming conventions. Oh my god, I fucking cannot wait! I'm mm-hmm. already planning it. We're not even, we're not even gonna go to the show. <laughs> no, we're gonna party. Who Put up the booth and then we leave. <laughs> Don't yeah. even bother with that. Yeah, just leave the boxes yeah. where they are. Oh man, it's gonna be amazing. Um, uh, have you finished? Have you finished that Iron Man thing that you were building? Oh yeah. No, so they I bought that at a like Japanese bookstore, and getting that shipped to Sweden turned out to be a huge hassle. Uh, but uh-huh. I just saw that there is a Euro- European uh, part that's coming out, so I think I need to start from the beginning. But, oh my god! Wait, they're not yeah. compatible. I mean, it's a subscription service, so if I uh, if I can't just buy them all, I was buying them every week they came out, which is why I didn't. Can, how so? Yeah. How far did you get? Contact the Europeans uh, and tell them you're like halfway through. <laughs> I wasn't halfway through. I think I was like part twenty six out of a one hundred. Jesus! So you got his arm done? Yeah, I said like one foot the head. And one arm, 
Oh my god. <laughs> it's nice of them to send you a bunch of shit that's all spread out so you can't yeah. even like yeah. keep them all attached. <laughs> yeah, hell, that's how they get you. Yep, that is how they get you. Like, I need to finish this foot, but I have to wait like, eight weeks. <laughs> have you still got? Have you still got the pieces that you finished? Yeah. Um, uh, are they on display in a drawer somewhere? I mean, we we just moved, so they're in a box at the moment. Nice. Oh nice. shit! Where did you move? Uh, it's just another part of Gothenburg. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh wait, are y'all living together? Are you live with Dennis now. I live with Dennis, yeah. Oh! Oh, nice. Because Dennis was talking about just having moved. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Small world, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, when he moves, I have like, to move. So it's like you guys are related or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like I know two guys from Sweden, and they're both named Whedon. And they know each other. What are the <laughs> And they live together. <laughs> That's crazy. They both work in the video games industry. No one has ever seen the same place at the same time. Holy shit. Oh, so, oh, man. So, yeah, so the last time I came, oh, I stayed shit. at Dennis's place. So he's no longer there. Yes. Wow. So now you have to come again and see the new place. Yeah, totally. Do you ever um, go to the studio that um, Deniton has now? Yeah. Uh, do, you, been... do you work from there as well? or? Uh, sometimes. Uh, yeah. What they do, what they they do don't require an active internet connection, and what I do require an internet. So uh, uh, it's a little bit of a hassle sometimes. If I do a lot of preparation, I can go there sometimes. I like... fucking <laughs> I just I love that Deniton just has an office with no internet. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the smartest things I've heard. It's just amazing, isn't it? <laughs> fucking that's <hell>. great. <laughs> we got to do this work. So, no internet. We used to play uh, a board game called Kingdom Death Monsters from there. And it's been a little bit of hiatus <laughs> because of the move and everything, but... Uh, what's what's Kingdom a, Death Monsters? Uh, it's a really hardcore board game. Uh, nice. It's, what's it about? Uh, you're playing as survivors, uh, and then you fight... There's like an ongoing storyline in the game. I wasn't there from the beginning, so I still don't have all of the details. Uh, but you fight a lot of big monsters. It's basically it feels like Dark Souls to board game. I think. Wow. Uh, <laughs> like really, really cool monster design and like really uh, evil playing mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the? Uh, do you like? Did you see Dust Biters? The, yes. Um, the Kickstarter. Oh, man. That looks amazing. That, that looks really good. Yeah. Did you see that, Jim? I've ordered. I signed up. I've got two coming yeah, me, whenever they me ship. Too. Yeah. I should probably talk to them about getting, like, hey, give me some free ones to give to, like, comic shops in the area or something. Oh, yeah. We need to get them on the show as well. We do. We do indeed. But... Right now we're talking to Rasmus. We are. We are indeed. So what are you what are you gonna to talk to us about next, Rasmus? <laughs> <laughs> this is your show. You invited me. <laughs> we, did. we did. Yeah, and I wanna hear you talk. I am talking, but I'm really bad at coming up with conversation topics. That's fair enough. So are we. So are we. Da, 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 da. Um 
Yeah. No, I don't know. I just want to talk about shows and good times and running around and yeah. But I can't think of any specifics now that we're now that we're in it. I I yeah. I don't know. Just happy to be here, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing. It's like oh, hanging out with hanging out with Rasmus. Yeah. Do we do I do anything special? I know. No, I just chill. I, I feel like I keep thinking like oh. People listening are going to be like, oh, but, you know, why didn't they ask Rasmus about this specific thing? <laughs> and then I remembered that nobody knows Rasmus. So this is this is everyone. Everyone. The point of this episode is that you get to know what we all like to talk about with our friend Rasmus when we're able to talk this, to him. This episode was just for Devolver to, to hear Rasmus because yeah. everybody hasn't heard Rasmus in too long. Uh, I didn't realize long. it had been 2018 was the last time I saw you. That's fucking crazy. Because they were supposed to come to E3 in 2020. Yeah. And uh, uh, that was going to be like the big return of the Whedons. And uh then didn't the, happen. The universe said no. The Whedons. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Next year. Surely, next year. Well, fingers crossed. Knock on wood and everything, but yeah, man, that's gonna be crazy. The next time we do an E three, though, because there's so many of us now. Although I've, to be I've fair, heard... a lot of the people who are now contracted at Devolver were always kind of hanging around anyway, <laughs> so yeah. probably won't make that much difference, man. So well, when when do you hope to go back to Japan, Rasmus? Did you say that? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, hopefully next year. Uh, mm. There are some things that need to be done before I can return. Yeah. Uh, that sounded so uh, ominous. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that ominous. It's, but it's really, uh, it's really boring to talk about on a podcast. But uh, uh, what are your what are your what are your do you have? plans for the future like like you know you're getting your you know you're getting your education in, in japanese you're doing localization work is that what you want to keep doing like what do you want to keep doing i mean i am really enjoying it so yeah. yeah making making it a bigger part of my life would be really fun nice that's cool oh that's great what does you what does your kind of what does localization involve like in terms of what you do do you does it require you to kind of ha- use your English and Japanese skills in any way, other than just being able to communicate with people? Uh, I mean, some of my Japanese skills helps when, like, yeah. checking checking bills to see that oh, this text doesn't look as it should. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, I I don't do any localization on my own. Uh, no, we no, have no. Proper localizers for that. Uh, yeah. But it's also a good way to to learn. Yeah, like co- yeah. constantly seeing it, and, like picking up new kanjis and everything. Yeah, JM and I were talking about this recently that we we've never really we've never really talked about localization on the podcast because yeah we don't we haven't invited anyone <laughs> to talk about it. Yeah, we were, we were, well, we were talking about having a localizer on. I was like, oh yeah, we should have, we should talk about localization. Yeah, because then... it is really interesting and it's so, it's such a, like a massive part of video games now. Yeah. Like, it's one of the first conversations 
I have with a developer like if if it's like a new developer for example you know that are pitching a game or something I'm like one of the very first conversations is like oh so what are your plans for localization and you know what languages can you cover what does you know what do we need to do and this kind of stuff because it's just like you can't launch a game without it now I don't think no or do dropsy yeah, you you're definitely <laughs> you're definitely putting yourself at a disadvantage if you don't have um localized text in there. Plus who doesn't I mean, want to learn, you know, what fuck means in 15 different languages? Exactly. I mean, as uh, Did you Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, if you're going to you you got I, I was going to say that Robbie probably feels a little bit like this because we're both Europeans, but I seem to remember, like, uh, during, like, the PS2 era, we Europeans always had to wait a little bit longer for some games because they had to be localized to French and German and all that. Uh, so I'm glad that, like, the localization has speeded up a little bit, I guess, because nowadays games launch day and date all over the world with multiple languages. Yeah. Yeah. They they get it, the process started sooner. Yeah. Did you end up doing any uh, tutoring over there? No. No? Oh. I remember that was something that was being talked about at one point. That was going to be cool. I had some friends who did it, and it sounded exhausting. You telling yeah. me you telling me <laughs> that no Japanese people want to learn Swedish? No, you just say Sweden, and they talk about Ikea. You don't really have to learn <laughs> anything else. <laughs> Did you mostly get by speaking Japanese while you were in Japan then? Or did you uh, sort of use English a lot? At language school, there's like people from all over the world. So English was a big part with like the classmates. Uh, But like all the lessons were in Japanese, even from the beginning, even if you didn't know any Japanese, you you came there Uh, and like going around town, English doesn't really help you at all. No. So it was a mix. Yeah. Hmm. What was your favorite shop in Japan? You must have had one. Favorite, favorite shop in Japan. It's, uh, probably some model shop where you have like model kits for Gundam models and oh, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, you're a Gundam guy. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say Gundam guy, but Gundam guy on the side, maybe. Mm. I don't know a lot about Gundam. I just buy kits that look cool and try to. What do you? Ah, but maybe you can answer this question for me. Why? Why? Why are the models called Gunpla kits? Because it's Gundam plastic. Is that really what it is? I would. I. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! Oh, that's really underwhelming, but also really interesting. <laughs> it's also really interesting if it's true. Gunpla, I mean, ja- gun plastic. Uh, Japanese has a lot of those kind of words. I mean, Pokemon is one of them. It's pocket monsters. That's a very good point. Poke a monster. <laughs> yeah, it's because you can poke a man. Mm-hmm. Or a mon. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was like a Jamaican tie-in with the original marketing. <laughs> um, yeah. 
That was it. Yeah, you remember because because yeah, in the nineties, like everyone was super into Jamaican. Everyone and, was like, really into like, Jamaicans and, and like surfers, so they were like, "We got to tie all this together." Pocket mon. Uh, I have a request that I've come up with. Um, you can say no, but you know we're we're coming to the end. Can you uh, let us know that you're building an Iron Man in the same manner that you once let us know that you were building a wagon? I'm building an Iron Man. Beautiful. Perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> we're done. That's it. That's the show. Can you say it in Japanese? No. <laughs> wow, it's such a succinct language. <laughs> hit the hour mark so we're gonna have to say that this is the end of our time with Rasmus on the forecast this week um, but it will not be the end of our time with Rasmus in our hearts Aww. <laughs> thank you <laughs> um, thank you for having That's me on not the really way fun. yeah thanks for coming on we're really excited uh, yeah, hopefully we'll play the same game on PlayStation someday so we can actually play together. <laughs> when one PlayStation lets us all buy consoles. Yeah. I mean, it still works. That's true. Uh, uh, also, you know, hey, feel free to come on over to Xbox, guys, because, you know, the water is fine over here. <laughs> In Game Pass. My Game Pass pool is... Open for business. Is that the end? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Once right, again, well, you are the host. listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't heard the show. We're very bad. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, thank you, Rasmus, for joining us. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Robbie, for keeping hope alive. Um, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.